Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity and Fellowship. In this episode, we'll be talking about the Equality Act and its effect on women. This is still Women's History Month, and we wanted to spend the month of March talking about issues that our, our women are facing in the church and in society at large. And, and the Equality Act is one of those things that is currently happening in society that um, we feel like will have a huge impact on our women. So what is the Equality Act? The Equality Act is a, a bill uh, that Congress has been attempting to pass. Well, Democrats in Congress for a while, just a few Republicans, have been trying to pass for um, a, a really long time. And what the Equality Act does, it it adds to the Civil Rights Act of 1964, uh, the classifications of sexual orientation and gender identity. So it makes it a, a crime to discriminate against people um, based upon their sexual orientation or their gender identity. And one of the issues in the Equality Act is that there is no exemption in the Equality Act for religious institutions or churches in any way. There's actually a, a part of the Equality Act that removes some of the protections that goes directly towards um, churches and religious institutions. So this mm. is something that that churches will have to think through and, and have to have to think through how to respond in regards to um, women. So, Brother William, what are what are some ways in which um, the Equality Act will impact women? Well, first, and I mean, probably most obvious, I think is, you know, you'll have biological men yes, um, who will have access to uh, what are being called intimate female spaces or, for example, restrooms, locker right. rooms. Uh, and so, I mean, that's going to be awkward. <laughs> right. I mean, like just to, really to anybody. I mean, there's yes. going to be some awkwardness there. Um but it's particularly going to be uh, difficult for anybody who's had any kind of trauma or any kind of, yes. you know, that kind of thing is going to be really, really uh, hard. Uh, also, it, it does open the door for um, sexual predators yes. to kind of use this as a cover, as a way to um, get into female spaces, get into intimate female spaces that they want to be in, that they're they're prevented from being in because they're, biologically male but all they have to do is simply claim no I'm uh, I'm actually a, a female then they yes. can get into those spaces and so you're gonna things that have kind of naturally uh, prevented sexual predators from getting into certain spaces in the past will be removed those protections will be removed so I, I think you know all of that is at least one probably the large impact on uh, women what what else would you add to that I would say when it comes to sports, um, and Title IX issues. Title IX was um, a part that was added to the Civil Rights Act in, in the 70s, I believe, to mm -hmm. address the discrepancy between the amount of programs right. that were offered for 
women, females in right. schools versus what was offered for, for men in school. Right. So you couldn't have like a whole bunch of, you know, baseball for men, basketball for men, you know, football, all these sports, and then have nothing really for right. women. Right. So Title right. IX came along and said, hey, look, you have to have yes. female sports offered as well. If you are a f- federally funded school, you you have to make sure that you are offering um, programs, sports for females the same amount on, you know, mm-hmm. that you are for for men and you right. have to you know treat them equally you can't ha- have a huge discrepancy between right. the type of facilities type of equipment they have versus sure. what you have for men and we would say that's that's good um in, in a lot of ways that it, it opens up opportunities for 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 female to have access to those things but what the equality act would do is that it would allow biological males that identify as female to basically dominate female sports, right? Right. Because it, we have to acknowledge as as uh, believers in, in Christ, believers in the Word of God, that God has created us male and female. We are we are equal in that we are created in the image of God, but there are differences between yes. being a male and a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And that uh, men are generally stronger, mm-hmm. um, stronger than women, right. stronger, faster, right. because this is the way God has created us. I mean, we have testosterone yes. that mm-hmm. aids us in creating muscle mass. And, right. And so it makes us um, stronger, faster, taller, generally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and what what we're seeing and what what we're seeing in society is that w- when you do have situations where schools or states are allowing biological men to participate with with women is that the men dominate right whereas they they couldn't compete at the level you know with 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 the m- right. men mm-hmm. that all of a sudden they are the greatest with right with the women and it's just uh, a biological uh, fact Right. Yeah. That in, in certain areas, men are going to be able to dominate men. And, and what that what is that what is that doing is actually doing the opposite of what Title IX was designed to do. Right. It's now putting um, biological men in, in situations to where they're taking away opportunities from from women. I mean, and in one sense, if you let that play out. Right. And who knows who knows what's going to happen? I am no prophet. But if you let that play out, eventually there will I mean, I think females will just stop competing. Yeah, I mean, they'll, you're you're essentially going to go back to where you were before Title IX. There'll right. No, there'll no longer be uh, female athletes. Yes. <laughs> I you're, mean, because you know you're going to get discouraged if you're a high school freshman or a high school sophomore, you know, and you're a yeah. girl and you decide I'm going to try out for the track team, and you get dominated in every event by a guy, right. you know, uh, a biological male. Yes. Then at some point you're going to say there's no reason for me to continue. I'm not I'm not going to ever, right? I, I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to win. I'm not going to be able to succeed. I'm, this is not, you know, there's there, right. it's almost it's almost as if like why would you play a game where the rules aren't fair? Yes. That you're the rules are set up in such a way that you're always going to lose. Absolutely. You know, like, like, who, who wants to do that? Nobody right? wants to dedicate that. time to that. Right. And or are you going to find a way to get an advantage, which is probably going to be detrimental to your body or illegal? Right? Yeah. I right. Mean, yeah. As we see, terrible in sports a lot. Yes. So you don't. 
I mean, just taking away that opportunity that was put in place because women were being discriminated against. And, and now you, you end, end up with a an act that was that is titled equality that is going right. to make it unequal yeah. for, for women mm-hmm. um, to be able to compete. Uh, what else would you say, brother? Well, I think, you know, one, I mean, this is, you know, kind of more just just thinking along the lines of you know what is what does it really mean to be a woman yes it is going to be questioned and challenged and right right uh, so you're you're going to have biologically male um you know biological men in female spaces yeah and doing female things and doing you know i mean you know and it, it's really going to kind of raise this question: well, What does it even mean to be a female? Like, what does right. it mean to be a female? It devalues, you know? right? And yeah, and so at, at the end of the day, you're 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 really demeaning what it means to be a woman, right? Uh, God has created women specifically, right? He's created women differently from men. Yes. And instead of trying to, and again, we've talked about this before, but what we want to do and what society wants to do is assign value to those differences, right? And so they want to say, well, a, a, a man is, you know, faster or stronger, and therefore he's more important. Right. Where it's like, that's not true at all. No. Right? I mean, he, he may be faster. He may be stronger. He, you know, there could be different things. But it doesn't mean he's more important. No. That, we would never say that. Right. And yet we assign value to those categories. And, and, and it's like what we're going to end up doing is kind of these categories that we've assigned to women that we should be appreciating and we should be valuing. Yes. Now we're just gonna we're gonna lose all value and we're gonna demean that and uh, it's gonna it's gonna essentially mean nothing. So I mean, do you think that's true? I mean, you think that's gonna happen? I I believe so. If 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 we continue on the trajectory that the Equality Act is is trying to take us, then eventually, I mean, it will demean what it means to be a woman. Like if I can get receive the benefits of identifying as a woman. Mm. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Excuse you, brother. <laughs> Without any of the um, biological challenges, maybe, or yeah, right. right, or any of the experiences yes. that women have to go through, mm. then it, it's going to devalue what it means to be a woman. How I'm gonna show my ignorance a little bit here, but like let's let's talk about it. Even if we go on like a different line from sports, you, you know, there are college scholarships that are offered to females. Yes. Would you be able to apply? As a, I mean, oh, like, would a yeah. biological male be able to say, "I want to take that scholarship"? Yes. Now, granted, they right. may not be able to get it, but I mean, like, right. But they would, but they would be able to still be able to qualify, right? right. As a as a person who identifies, right. and then you start talking about. I mean, you, let's if we go the sports route a little bit, you start talking right. about scholarships. Yes. So, I mean, like, there are female athletes who get full rides to go and compete, whatever right. in the, whatever sport that they're in. And Title they Nine would make it mandatory mm-hmm. that they do that right? they have to offer scholarships yes. to females just like they offer scholarships to males right but now what we're saying is is no 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 no. those scholarships that we were giving to females you know we're still going to we're going to give to anybody who identifies as a female yes and so we're going to give those to the best in those sports the ones who are and i mean it, it's it's amazing when you when you start thinking about these when you just start you know something that mm-hmm. has such a uh, such a pleasant name, right? Yes, the Equality Act. Right. But when you when you start thinking through some of these issues, you realize, wow, this is going to be terrible. Yes, terrible for women. For who, women 
who, right, we 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 acknowledge have haven't been treated equally yeah, right. for for a long time and we tr- we've tried to f- um pass laws and and mm-hmm. do different things to to rectify that but now we come along with something else yeah <laughs> that will knock that knock those things down right and right. so i don't it, it's important that we we think through these things and and not just um maybe affirm everything that, you know, right. <laughs> affirm everything that someone says is discriminatory. Yeah. Right. And yeah. make sure that we actually are thinking through uh, what, what is the proper way to do justice in these situations? Like in, in doing justice, am I doing more harm yes. than good? Right. And, yeah. and when it deals, when we're, when we're talking about the equality act and its effect on women, right. Um, that's definitely the case. And that is the right. challenge, right? Because the goal is, was we want to do what injustice for all, right? I mean, we want to do justice for everybody, but it, it a lot of times, you know, we, we kind of focus in on this one group that, you know, is, is truly oppressed or claiming to be oppressed or wh- whatever it is, yeah. right? And then, and then by trying to hold that up, we, we end up, you know, going in different directions or, or moving in, a, and so it's not easy. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not necessarily an easy issue. Not and at I, and, all. And that leads to the question. All right, Kenny. So what? <laughs> how do we handle these situations? I mean, what what should we do as as Christians, as Bible believing, as those who believe in the Imago Day? Right. We right. Believe that we are all created equal. We all. actually do believe in equality. Yes. Across genders. Right. What What do we? How do we respond? Yeah. So the the reminder that I want to bring back up, as I talked about in the introduction, is that there is no exemption as this law is currently written for churches or religious organizations that we um, if we do not allow people who identify with whatever gender they identify with to access these intimate spaces like restrooms, Thing or or even like say we have a ministry for women and and we don't allow um, transgenders to transgender people to come into those spaces, we can be sued, right? And so what we have to do is we have to stand firm on what we believe the Bible says about male and female, mm. and we have to be still have to be vigilant about protecting our women. As we've talked about in, in other episodes, is that we have to 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 be firm about protecting our women. Our women have to feel safe and valued in in the spaces that we we have. Right. And and in standing firm and in protecting our women, we have to understand that we may very well face persecution. That's right. Like the, the government may very well come against us, and mm-hmm. we have to be prepared for that and we have to stand firm in our faith in Jesus Christ. So hmm. brother what what else would you say and how we should respond? Yeah, I think another important point is you know we do need to make sure that we are speaking the truth in love. Yes. Uh, so so we obviously we want to speak the truth that that's we have to hold on to that. We have to do that for the protection of of uh, everyone. That doesn't mean that we get to start being mean and ugly and nasty about right. to, you know to transgender people to those who um, identify as something different than how the Lord made them. All right, right. I mean, we have to, we have to find ways to continue to to love, um, to speak yes. the truth. Yes, um, but our hope, our hope for each and every person, right, is right. that they would hear the gospel, they would hear the good news of Jesus, they would turn from their sins, they would, 
they would man they would love Christ they would see that his his design for life is is actually good and a path to joy and a path to yes. eternal joy not just you know uh, passing the passing pleasures of sin right and so we we want to hold that up we, you can't hold that up to people that you're yelling at and that you hate and that um and that you you're speaking evil of them. You know, I mean, you're talking bad about them in every sermon. I mean, those types right. of things. And so I, I think we really, um, I think I think it's really uh, important for us to speak the truth in love, right? And 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 really and realize, look, if if somebody is struggling with this and struggling with this sin, they're struggling with this temptation. Um, it it we we all are struggling with those things. I mean, we said yeah. this last week, and and. The idea that we're going to try to isolate them or treat them worse or uh, treat them different is really a misunderstanding, I think, of what the Bible teaches about sin. Right. And so we want to hold on to our—I mean, we want to hold on to our doctrine, hold on to the truth, um, but we want to do that in a way that's that's loving and winsome. We we want to win people to Christ. I mean, we want to love love people. And that does not mean we say—we have to say that their sin is okay. Yes. We don't say that about our own sin, right? No. We admit that it's wrong. We we humble ourselves, and and so. I, but I do think because what I I see at, at times is a real tendency. When you talk about that first point, we're going to have to suffer. We're going to have to be persecuted, right? And there's almost this like angry male. It's going to be our rallying cry response, now. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And we're going to we've we've identified the enemy. We know who it is. Let's all attack them. Yeah. And it's like I don't think that's I don't think that's exactly how we need to respond. Um, yeah. Again, we need to hold to the truth. We need to hold up the truth. We need to, in one sense, fight for the truth. Right. Um, but we also need to understand that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Right. We're we're wrestling against the powers and the principalities mm-hmm. and. Um, so, I mean, those, those scriptures, I think, can help us and guide us as we um, move forward and try to respond. What else would you add to that? So I, I got a question for you before we uh, jump into that. Like, what, okay. is, what are, like, practical ways for a pastor to, mm. to handle this from the pulpit? Like, how would, yeah. how would you say that? Well, I mean, I think, you know, one, we would say we, we, we deal with it when it comes up in the text. Yes. You know, so um, anytime, you're, you know, Paul or uh, whoever is talking about, Kind of the the value of us, the value of um, who we are in Christ. I mean, those types of we we want to hold that up. We want to hold up yeah. the, the value of uh, the Imago Day. If you're talking about creation or those types of things, right? I mean, we want to hold up those when they when they come up in the text. Uh, I think we need to do a better job as Christians of holding up the joy. Yes, that is found in following Christ. Amen. Sometimes it's you know we have a tendency to be like, well, don't do this and don't do this and don't. Do I mean, I'm guilty of that. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, I think we need to the the picture that we need to be painting is that if you want joy in this life, yes, true lasting joy, and even in this life, right, um, we, it's only found in Christ. Yes, it's ultimately found in Christ. Right. Amen. You can you can find joy in other places and you can do other things, but man, if you really want to find joy in Christ. Or if you really want to find joy, then you find it in Christ. Now, does that mean it's easy? And but no life is perfectly easy, right? I mean, that's just right. an illusion. And so, um, but I think the more we hold that up, yes, I, I think that says to uh, those who might attend our churches who are transgender, who are struggling with um, kind of gender identity, those types of issues. What we can say to them is, is we're not coming against you because we hate you or because we. Don't love you. No, 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 no. It's actually the opposite. Yes. We want what's 
We want what we believe because God, our creator, has said, this is what's best for you. Yes. Um, and so we don't want you to settle. I right. Mean, essentially, we, we don't want you to settle for something that's less than best. And I, I know that message is not always going to get heard. Right. And, and I know that you know people are still going to see that as ugly or hateful. And, and sometimes you just have to be okay with that. But but I think there's a better way to communicate that than mm. you know pounding on the pulpit and talking about how people are you know these groups are ruining America and ruining this and ruining all that you know and being political and all that kind of thing. Like I think there's a better way. Yes. To 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 try to to try to address that. What would you add? I mean, would you add something to that? Yeah, I mean that's that's a real good word, man. I mean, I would just add like the the way you can. Like if you have that temptation to where you you have something that you're gonna constantly beat upon on the from the pulpit, you're gonna constantly address it each and every Sunday. The way the way to to avoid that is just to preach straight through books. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just preach straight through through a, through a book, and as the text maybe addresses it, or it's a mm-hmm. point of application, maybe you can talk yeah. about it then. But to to um, avoid you know, making it the point of every sermon. Right. If you are really expositing the text properly, you shouldn't be hitting on <laughs> any yeah. one any one issue yeah, that's right. uh, all the time, right? Yeah. Man, right. I wish I could make that the last word, but I need to make an appeal to my, my black brothers yes. and sisters yes. in Christ, right? Um what so would you, what would you say to them, brother? Yeah, um what what I would say to them is that the w- the black church is is known for doing justice, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like it was the central focus of the civil rights movement. Um, and so I would, my appeal to black brothers and sisters in Christ right now who predominantly vote Democratic mm-hmm. and the Equality Act is predominantly, I mean, like super majority, like it's only like a, one or two Republicans who have right. joined in on mm-hmm. this. And because this is the party that we vote for mm-hmm. um, 90% of the time, right? And this is the party who has come out with this bill. It's important for us to do justice in this situation. And the way that we can do justice in this situation is to say that we value our women um, to the point where we do not agree with this bill Mm. like we we need to use the influence that we have within the democratic party Mm -hmm. and and verbally (laughs) and and convincingly let uh our representatives know that we do not support this we do not support this because we support our women and we do not support this because as brother william was saying that we do not feel this is going to bring uh those who identify um, as homosexual or those who identify as a, a different gender than they were born biologically, mm-hmm. we don't believe that would bring them the best joy. Right. Right. And so because what what this bill is doing is it is um, playing on our history and our experience of being mm. discriminated against. Right. And so what we need to be able to communicate and be able to discern is to say, like, we understand what you're doing mm. and that we don't support what you are doing here. Yes, right. we we don't want them to be hated. Right. right? That's right. We, we don't want them to be devalued as people made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. 
but the way that you are going about this right is is not going to protect our women mm-hmm. and is not going to lead to their flourishing right it's not going to lead to the uh tra- transgender or homosexual to their to their flourishing right and so this is the practical way for us to to do justice mm. yeah. um we we have to be consistent um in regards to this and, and and hear me out. What I'm not saying is that now you have to support a different party yeah, <laughs> because right. I recognize that both parties have issues. You can go back and listen to the, the voting mm-hmm. uh, yes. episode that right. we recorded. I am mm-hmm. definitely not saying that you now have to support a different party. But what I'm saying is, is that if you are going to support this party, you need to hold them accountable when they are going outside mm-hmm. of, of God's will. In, in these situations, right? Yeah, and maybe consider a third party. Consider a third party. You know, we you know would I mean? we would encourage you to do that. Yes, we would encourage <laughs> you to at least think through. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. All right. Good. Well, what is our uh, what is our diversity resource for today, brother? And I think this is a good kind of okay. If the Equality Act is not helpful, is what might be helpful? Yes. And so. So the um, diversity resource is an article called Fairness for All. And so uh, different organizations, different Christian organizations are are trying to come up with a, a different option that still offers the protection um, to women and, and, and the protection to religious freedom. Right. And so there's there will be an article that that talks about the fairness for all act that has been proposed by by different Christian organizations that provides protections for LGBTQ uh, persons, but also protections to to women and to um, religious freedom. Cool. There we go. We got it in there. Okay, so we know what the <laughs> it has returned jingle. I think we missed it last week. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. If you are listening to this because you love that so much, um, I'm right. sure you are. Sure you do. We have not worn that out at all. Okay, but it does lead to our crazy question for this week. And so, Kenny, I'm going to ask you this one. This is a very specific crazy question. This is kind of a Title Nine issue, this right? Is, this right. is. So, Kenny, who should be fired? For the women's weight room, or I don't even know if you can call it that, <laughs> for what was labeled the women's weight room at the women's NCAA tournament. Oh, man. So, so just a little background. Catch us up. Catch us just up. Just a little yeah. bit of background. So they're, they're holding the uh, NCAA tournaments in one city now. Indianapolis. because Due to the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. So, so the men's Our, are in Indianapolis. The women are in San Antonio. San Antonio believe, for the right? women. Yes. Yeah. And men's so are. they have to have weight rooms in these locations for, you know, one for the men, one for the women in these right. different locations. Yes. So the, the men's in Indianapolis is laid out. Right. They have all it's the nice, equipment all that the they stuff. would ever want and yes. need, right? The women's equipment, you have there's a video of this out there, That's so you need to look we this gotta, up. We need to look yeah, we gotta right. link I'm gonna the link to the video. Have right? the picture. Oh yeah. man. And so the women, they basically have a, a, a dumbbell set. They put one <laughs> dumbbell even, set. It's not even a good it's one. It's not a good one at all. <laughs> they put one dumbbell set out oh my for goodness. the women. So who should be fired for that? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody fire them has all. to go. 
Like, there, I mean, there cannot be any scapegoats. I want to catch everybody. I mean, how in the world could that have happened? <laughs> right. I, everybody got to get it, man. I'm just saying because you know they're going to they're going to find a scapegoat. I know, and well, they're going to fire the poor guy who set up the set up the dumbbells you right. know but i'm like I, I i do have a i do have a beef with that guy I right mean, surely has he's setting up those dumbbells he's looking around thinking this isn't it is right it? right i think they had some like yoga mat type yeah thing. you know some place you know like a mat so that they could kind of stretch be, or something i guess I don't I don't use know. the dumbbells when they're on the i don't have any idea it's terrible i right. mean so many people should be fired i don't want that guy to go i don't want just that guy to go i do i feel bad for that guy yeah. he's gonna be like he's gonna be I, the scapegoat I, I was just setting up the dumbbell set that's right. what they told me to do nah, i you need know? everybody to get it what a terrible right and i don't like to see people lose their jobs but that is like yeah heinous we ad- we we confess we admit that it was probably a you know unforeseen mistake or somebody right. but man talk about a bad that's pr a bad, i mean that that's was a bad, bad look man bad look so bad what about look. you man who gets it no i'm good i'm good with uh i'm good with everybody, everybody yeah, i'll i'll, I'll yeah. stick with that you know well maybe not everybody you i don't know need to get some money out or something somebody man. got yeah go yeah. through some sort of training or so that's you, true. You get, something has to that happen is good. Like, yeah. i don't need this one guy to go down for this like I need, maybe I need instead of maybe instead of firing everybody, they just make everybody like run five miles with the while they <laughs> with the, with with the, the dumbbells. dumbbells. Yes, right. or they got to carry them like a, like three or four. They got to pick up that set and carry them like three or four blocks. Oh man, just as kind of a, they a good, should they good should reminder. have to buy like because NCAA makes a lot of money. They should have to buy like every woman athlete that was in that tournament like mm. their own personal gym. That'd be nice. Right. They now I did they did I'm pretty sure they did rectify the situation. Oh yeah, they definitely right? did. Dick Sporting yeah. Goods I think got involved. All these other groups yeah. got involved. They got them got them got them got them right. fixed right. So I do appreciate. Maybe nobody has to be fired. Right. They did try to fix. They did it. correct. They, you know they did acknowledge they were wrong. But wow. Yeah. It was right. uh it was ugly. So uh all right well <laughs> that will do it for today. We uh, appreciate you guys uh, listening in and we will be back with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.